Podcast Maps, episode six. My name's Graham Brown. Welcome back. If you've joined me on the journey of the last five episodes of Podcast Map, we've been looking at and journeying into the world of podcast performance, SEO, how you crack the Apple Podcast and Spotify algorithms. What's the, the secret to success? What's inside the black box that goes beyond standard podcast analytics. So a quick recap of the key points in the last five episodes. If you missed podcast maps, episode one was an overview, the headline statistics on where we are in podcasting today. And you can go back and get all the key data points on the state and the stage of the podcast market in episode one of podcast maps. We're talking about 500 million people listening to podcasts regularly, every week, globally. And that's a significant number because it means that we've gone from what once was a US-based trend to a global phenomena. Here in Asia, for example, think for on the, the numbers, the, the macro trends here in Asia, by 2030, two-thirds of the world's middle class will be living in Asia. That's a, a market of 30 trillion dollars in value or twice the value of the US economy today. So what happens when all of them start consuming podcasts? Well, to get ready for the next wave of consumption in podcasts, we really have to get ready as podcast owners, we have to up our game. And in episode two of Podcast Maps, I talked about category selection, which is really one of the key mistakes that podcast owners make in selecting the right category for their podcast. And a lot of people don't even know what category they are in on iTunes or on Spotify. And this is the difference between working on your podcast as opposed to working in it. What I see from my observations working with podcast hosts, working with podcast clients at the agency is that a lot of people gravitate towards working in the podcast because it's easy, it's comfortable. Working in the podcast meaning getting guests, doing the conversations, etc. But really where your results will come from are working on the podcast. And the reason why that is the case is in the last two years alone, iTunes, Apple podcast as it's known now, and Spotify have really focused on improving their algorithms because what they want to do is they want to ensure that you play your part in bringing people back to the platform. And gone are the days when having one podcast a month was enough to keep people engaged because there once was only Apple and now there was Spotify, and now we have Amazon Audible coming into the picture. And of course, you have in each and every market local variants like Ghana in India or Himalaya, Simalaya in China, for example. So it means that the competition for the earballs, if you like, of the customers is increasing. And attention is our biggest cost. So if you can play the game, then what that means is that Apple and company will funnel their organic traffic to you. And a key part of playing the game is knowing which category you're in and aligning your podcast to meet the expectations of that category. A key part of that is, for example, understanding which uh, meta 
fields on your podcast that you need to optimize, how long your podcast should be based on the category average, and also your keywords. So let's have a look at that in a recap of the last four episodes, the last three episodes, sorry, of Podcast Maps. So in Podcast Maps episode three, we talked about the three key metrics for success. Everybody knows audience. That's number one. That's A-R-K. That's the A. But the R is rankings and the K is keyword SEO. Rankings being where do you rank on your Apple podcast category? The reason why this is more important now than audience as a North Star for your podcast, working on the podcast, is because gone are the days where you could publish a podcast and you would get audience. It's kind of like the equivalent analog with Amazon and authors. There was a time when simply having a book guaranteed sales. But what then happened was an explosion in self-publishing through Amazon Kindle, Amazon Create Space. What that then meant was that everybody was hustling for the same attention and simple supply and demand in economic terms that the price of attention got more expensive than ever. Meaning that only those who could get a return on their investment would be willing to invest, spend more on the attention of their customers, meaning putting in more hours, putting in more resources to get their attention. So it meant this bifurcation of the Amazon publishing model. On the one hand, you had all of these self-published books, which were being effectively given away for free or very little publishing profit. And then you had the professionals who really learned and studied the Amazon algorithm. So what then happened was this polarization. So the amateurs got worse and the professionals got better. As happens in any publishing market, you've seen it in games, for example. There was a time, if you go back many years, when pretty much every publisher was an indie game publisher. And yet that changed because one got successful, they learned to buy distribution, they learned to um, manage the algorithm better, and then they got better and better. And then you had the giants like the Steams and the Ubisofts of this world emerge. Rockstar Games, you know, these all started as small studios, but now it's very difficult to become a big studio because they control a lot of our attention. That is why ranking is so important for you today, because it's the number one metric that you as a podcaster can control. You can't control audience so much. Yes, you can get your guests to share the podcast, but ultimately what you really need is the organic traffic locked in the podcast platforms. That is how you grow your podcast. So if you can then dress up your podcast to meet the needs of Apple and Spotify, they will happily send you organic traffic. And once they turn the fire hose of organic traffic on, that's how you grow your podcast. Not through doing more and more or not through getting bigger and bigger guests, but by growing your podcast organically, working on it as opposed to working in it. And the last part about that, dressing up your podcast for Apple and Spotify, is your keywords. 
Now, let's say you have, and I've mentioned the example, garden furniture. Let's say you have a podcast about garden furniture. It better be that your podcast title and your descriptions and your meta for each podcast episode contains the keywords that you are targeting because that's how you're going to attract the most important listeners of all. And they are the aligned listeners, the aligned listeners. Aligned listeners are people who are actively searching out. This is the equivalent on Google in keyword SEO, buyer intent. So if I search garden furniture on Google, chances are I'm in the game to buy garden furniture. On podcast platforms, it's a little bit different. I'm not looking to buy garden furniture on Apple or Spotify. However, if I type that, then it means I'm very interested in it. And if I'm very interested in it and I discover your podcast about garden furniture, guess what? I'm going to listen to every single episode. That's an aligned listener as opposed to an unaligned listener, which is, you've listened to John's episode, you're a fan of John. However, you're not going to give a listen to Mary's episode because you don't care about Mary. You came because you're John's friend or you worked with John or you follow John, but Mary's not relevant to you. These are unaligned listeners. And most podcasts are built around unaligned, non-sticky Listeners, these are like the coach load of tourists that roll up to the restaurant with the sea view that eat at the restaurant and never come back. And that's why the restaurant never focuses on improving its food or its service because it doesn't have to. It gets addicted to unaligned customers. However, the restaurants that do grow are the ones that focus on food and service. They are the ones that have to hustle and work on their business, getting people through the door as opposed to coach loads of tourists. Guess what? That tour company may one day decide that they're not going to stop outside your restaurant anymore. And then bang, everything changes in the same way that Spotify or Apple have decided that they're not going to funnel organic traffic to podcasts who aren't aligned to their game anymore. And so, bang, everything changes. And that's why so many business podcasts are struggling today. If you were to look in episode four at how Business Wars, for example, gets five, two to five million downloads uh, it, a month, that is basically the result of aligning that podcast to the needs of Spotify and Apple. And go into episode four if you want to discover a little bit about what exactly Business Wars by Wondery is doing. It's not really long on the SEO game, but if you look, for example, at the quality of the content and the cadence, which is a key factor, input factor in your podcast success, worth having a look at, listen to episode four about podcast success. And that really rolls into episode five, which is how often should I publish my podcast. And this brings me to today, episode six. I won't talk too much about this, but in review leading up to my subject today, Gary V. 
Gary V's audio experience. We've all seen Gary V. You love him or you hate him. Doesn't matter. You've seen him. And that is what counts. In the modern communication landscape, attention is your biggest cost. So let's go back to the preface for this episode, Podcast Maps 5. How often should I publish my podcast? Probably the most commonly asked question aside from how long should my podcast be? So let's deal with the first one. How long should you, how often should you publish your podcast? Gone are the days we could get away with publishing one podcast a month. If you are in the business category, which is the umbrella category on Apple for almost all B2B and business podcasts. So if you're in entrepreneurship or you're in technology, you're also in this category. If you're in business, the average number of episodes published in that category isn't one a month, it's 6.3. Now that is a lot more than most people are publishing. And the reason is, is because most publishers aren't top 100 podcasts. And most publishers aren't Gary V or aren't Wondery who are publishing, well, Wondery's publishing seven to eight podcasts a month on that channel alone. And then you take somebody like Gary V publishing 30 podcasts a month. That's one a day. And you may not have the bandwidth to publish one a day, but this is what I want to put to you today. One a month is not enough to sustain your organic traffic on Apple and Spotify. And if you look at the podcast SEO guide, go to podcastmaps.com to get the data on this. The podcast SEO guide tells us two things. Firstly, the average number of podcasts published a month in the business category is 6.3, meaning that you need to be publishing minimum of once a week. If you can't do that, twice a month. But even twice a month is below average now. I'm going to talk about, for example, how you can increase your publishing cadence without doing more. And that is in-depth talked about in Podcast Map 005, where I talked about mezzanine episodes as one option where you could publish the small behind the scenes in between your main episodes. 30 episodes a month. That's Gary V. And Gary V is doing two to five million downloads a month. So if you want to get into those categories, you want to get into the top 10, then you have to think about how you can increase your cadence. And episode five talks a lot about that. Let's break down Gary V and have a look at how he's performing. And I'm getting my data from podcast maps here. If we look at the countries. There's a map of how Gary V's audio experience is performing across different categories. Let's have a look at entrepreneurship, which is a subcategory of business. He's number three in Canada, number three in the United States, in the UK. He's number five um, you know, in different markets, it varies. So for example, he's number one in a lot of emerging markets, the Philippines. He's number one in Malaysia, number two in Indonesia, and then it goes down um, to some of the bigger markets. For example, he has a lower ranking, um, still showing up in entrepreneurship, um, 
But for example, let me just pull a couple out here. South Africa, 13th in entrepreneurship. Obviously, he doesn't gel with the South African audience so much there. Number 15 in Russia, um, as an example. Um, and so it goes on. Number 23 in France. And by the way, most of the French ones are actually in English. So it's not the virtue of the fact that it's an English-speaking podcast. Um so those are your main categories and how Gary V does across those categories. And it's interesting to see that if you then look at, for example, let's take um, Singapore as a market. That's where we are based here. Now, his ranking in Singapore and Apple varies. It bounces between number two and number six. So I'm looking at the data in podcast maps from the last three months. The last 90 days of data on Gary V, he's bounced between two and six. He's never got to number one in the last 90 days in entrepreneurship. So the question is why? Why is Gary V uh, stuck at number two? Why isn't he getting any more traction? Because if he's bouncing between two and six, surely he would get to number one. Well, the answer is, is that number one is Tim Ferriss. So that's a pretty tough category to compete in. Here in Singapore today, I'll read out to you the top five podcasts in entrepreneurship. One, Tim Ferriss. Two, Gary V. Three, Startup by Gimlet. Four, The Prof G Show with Scott Galloway. And five, The Life Coach School podcast by Brooke Castillo. Now, what does that say about the entrepreneurship category? And these guys, these are touching a million downloads. What does it say about getting into those categories and staying in them? Firstly, they have big names associated with them. Secondly, they have high production value. And thirdly, they are very um, consistent, or more importantly, they have a high volume of output. Gary V publishes every day. Tim Ferriss, we talked about um, very recently, he publishes um, less frequently, but he will publish about eight to nine episodes a month. Um, startup by startup podcast by Gimlet, a little bit different. They've just basically died on the vine there. It, this is what's really interesting is that the startup podcast by Gimlet on Apple stopped in February 2020, and obviously Spotify acquired Gimlet, so no more Apple. But interestingly, it's still number three today in Singapore. It just goes to show, and I love this fact, the fact that Startup Podcast by Gimlet has not published for 13 months, but it's number three, meaning it's getting thousands of downloads on Apple in Singapore. And it's increasing. Like yesterday it was number six, and now it's gone up to number three. Why? Because of the discoverability factor of your podcast meaning that people are discovering this podcast and they're coming in and they are finding it and they are subscribing to it, even though nothing's been updated for 13 months. Now, what does this mean to you? So let's say you've got 30 podcasts in your tank that you've recorded. Well, you should think about the value of that long tail of content. Think about how much SEO potential exists in your back catalog. Every single podcast is a potential search result. So if you are 
a podcast on garden furniture, make sure that at least one of those podcasts has garden furniture in the title and in the description and in the tags. And make sure if you do vintage garden furniture, it's in another episode. And if you do restoring garden furniture, another one. And French period garden furniture, another one. What are people searching for? What are the terms important to you at the topic level? And then put those in your podcast. Go back through all of your episodes and add keywords to the titles and to the descriptions. Now, once you've done that, measure the performance of your podcast over the next 30 days compared to pre. Meaning, first take your baseline. So where are you in the podcast rankings first? And if you don't know your podcast rankings, you can get them from podminer.com, which will give you your podcast rankings. And when we launch podcast maps, you'll be able to get this data and track it regularly. So get your baseline, track the impact of that SEO experiment on your podcast over 30 days, and then see how that impacts your audience numbers. What should happen is after 30 days, if you have done this correctly and you're seeding your content with keywords that are useful and people are searching for and are relevant to your content as well, then you should start seeing getting hits on the long tail of your podcast. So those hits may be small, but if you're getting let's say 100 to 200 extra hits a week on 30 episodes each, that's an average of four and a half thousand extra listens over a week, equating to approximately just under 20,000 extra listens in a month. And if somebody's searching for that keyword, they're going to listen to more than one episode that you have to offer. So make sure those episodes are all coming up on the searches because at that time you're highly relevant and that is a highly aligned customer. And there you go. That's how you can use podcasts for business development because if people are searching this stuff out, they are coming to your podcast because they're interested in it and what you have to offer, not because of them being friends of John and Mary which is giving you this sort of sense of security, this smokescreen that you are successful with your podcast. But the reality is, is take that away and you're left with the, the harsh reality of that fact that actually these people aren't interested in what you have to talk about. And that maybe is difficult to confront and maybe it's easier to keep on going and keeping busy But ultimately, that is the only way we can grow by working on the podcast, stepping outside of it a little bit, looking at it for what it is, removing the noise, and then focusing on building organic traffic. There is a great quote. It's an apocryphal quote. I don't know who said it, but I will share it here. I think I picked it up from the book Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And he said something to this effect, I'll paraphrase, is that if you're a lion, you can spend all day chasing field mice because field mice are easy to catch. They're around you everywhere and they keep you busy. 
But if a lion chases field mice, eventually he'll starve to death. In alternative, you can spend that time not being busy chasing field mice, but by chasing an antelope or a buffalo or something bigger, because that may take time to track down and not give you the full sense of security that you're busy and doing something and this noise of metrics that are telling you that it's working. The reality is, is that that one kill can feed not just you, but a whole pride of lions for a week. And we need to take the same approach with our podcast is rather than busy, busy getting guests and getting the the network of the guests to come over for a brief moment in time and keep us fixated and satiated with the vanity vanity metrics that are you know the the glory that comes from the network of a guest and instead focusing on the hard work of organic seo that's what these guys have been doing. That's what makes these podcasts popular. And what I'll do in the next episode is I'll break this down and talk about keywords because it's often asked question is, how do I do this? How do I actually rank on keywords? Firstly, how do I even measure my keyword ranking? And secondly, what keywords should I start putting in my podcast and where? Do I put them in the descriptions? Do I put them in the titles? Do I even talk about them in the audio? Like if I said podcast SEO, will Apple hear that? You'll find out in the next episode of Podcast Maps, episode seven. You've been listening to episode six of Podcast Maps. We've been talking about the success behind podcasts like Gary V, audio experience. Also, we've been recapping the last five episodes. So if you're interested in the last five episodes, go back to podcastmaps.com and you can subscribe to it there. My name's Graham Brown. I'll see you for the next one. 